Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? We're here to battle on who has the best artists, musicians, and of course, it's from England. Debatable. Let the battle begin. All right, talking about odd couples, the Queen movie came out, and I want to honor Freddie Mercury again with his solo appearances, but also he connected up with uh, Gabrielle. Uh... You can do it. I, can't. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Gabrielle Montserrat. Um, and he did a duo with uh, Montserrat uh, Gab- Gabali. Gabali. I don't know what I'm saying because I can't pronounce <laughs> it. Mon- Montserrat Gabali. And you know the internet is no good with that. You'll just get some robot pronouncing Montserrat Gabalabal. <laughs> I, uh, Montserrat Gabali. Yeah. I- Gabali. Montserrat Cabali. Let's just pronounce it like a Montserrat Cabali. Montserrat Cabali. Make sure I say it right. I don't want people calling in saying I'm a bigger idiot than what I am. Montserrat Cabali. And it was the opening of the uh, Barcelona Olympics. They they first met up in 87, and uh, they did a couple of uh, duets together. But Freddie always classed himself uh, as being operatic and... Even though he was a rock star and she was a opera singer, um, it was a huge, huge success. Listen to this, folks, how beautiful it is. Let the songs begin. Let the music play. Make the voices sing. Start the celebrations. That is truly amazing. Wow. Could you imagine being there? Barcelona. Just amazing. Oh. Yeah. His voice is operatic. He has this huge range. He has this tight control over it. He's very precise when he sings things. It seems like from what I've, I've heard of him being in the studio, and I actually haven't seen the movie yet. No, I haven't seen the biopic. It is top of my list. All right, Mr. Yankee boy. What's going on? I think I'm going to take a moment and take the obvious choice here and tell you about one that is probably the biggest odd couple in music history, and that would be Aerosmith and Run DMC. I remember it. Remember the uh, video on MTV? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that tore down so many walls in pop music and created this... It kind of paved the way for an infusion of all sorts of stuff. I remember there was a song that UTFO did with Slayer. So everybody was experimenting with this whole, what can I do? And I I almost wonder if that's why rap and hip-hop moved into the direction of both sampling and redoing classic soul music and weaving that into their compositions. Because this odd couple really, really worked. Aerosmith and Run DMC doing the Aerosmith song, Walk This Way. Swinging with the balls in a school with your feet flying up in the air Singing, I 
walk this way. Walk this way. I love that. So if you can't handle Steve Tyler, unless it's in small doses, this is your song because he kind of pops in and out and then they do the main verses. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I must give you credit on this one, buddy, for saying tearing down walls because there's nothing better than tearing down a wall between two different styles and singing and uniting them together. Totally Especially, agree. Yeah. If you got the, because it just goes to show you can have... And that's what art is all about, having a different style, but being able to join up with somebody else and creating something magnificent. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I've got my hands full with you. You probably <laughs> think I'm obsessed with Susie Quattro, but I couldn't, I couldn't resist this one. It was a 1978 one, and it was from uh, Chris Norman out of Smokey. Remember oh, Smokey? okay. Yeah. Do you know any songs by Smokey? I don't. We've talked about them. They've been on one other show. All right. Anyway. I know um, it's not the bear that wants you to prevent forest fires, and it's not <laughs> Robinson who has that soulful voice. Yeah, another song by the great uh, duo uh, Mike uh, Chapman and uh, Nick Chin. It's not, it sounds like So a, is this the Smokey song? Uh, no, this is, <laughs> no, this is um, Stumbling In. Our love is alive. It's a really catchy tune, isn't it? Yeah. I really love it. And it, just for the folks out there that hasn't heard too much, uh, especially on uh, our side of the Atlantic in America, um, Smokey had numerous hits. Uh, one that I would highly recommend is uh, Living Next Door to Alice and um, I'll Meet You at Midnight. I'll meet you at midnight, but don't let me go on because I'll be stealing your... Your next one. I'm not going to let you go on. I was going to say only, next one, but you have two. Oh, I got a bunch because I, I think, I think you just did two. So I got a bundle. I'm going to go ahead and do this. And this one's from your hometown, but I found this one and I wanted to share it with you. And I thought it was loads of fun. When we come to odd couples, I'd like to nominate Tom Jones and everybody. <laughs> and let me explain what I'm going to do here. First off, I'm going to give you a little bit of Tom Jones with the art of noise doing the song Kiss that was by Prince. Here you go. Think I better dance now. Women and girls rule my world. I say they rule my world. At your age, mama, not your shoe size. Maybe we could do the tour. And that is fun, and that bops, and it has a great pop tune to it. What a rendition. I absolutely love it, man. But then we have the Brit pop band. Yes, I'm back into that territory again. KLF and Pet Shop Boys. But now we're with Tom Jones with EMF doing their hit song, Unbelievable. Check this out. Well, 
Pretty crazy stuff. Yep. Yeah. And go go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, we're looking and we're listening to all these odd couples and stuff, but isn't it the same as dating, like, odd couples? Like, you know, I waited tables when I was going through college, and uh, and you get the couples that are so much alike, you really said, I don't want to end up like that. You know when they wear the <laughs> same T-shirts, they come in? And, and they, complete each other's sentences? That would be terrifying. No, they don't talk. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. they've got nothing to say to each other because they're so much alike. They know each other's what they're thinking. And they normally order the same filet, well done, both of them. You feel like saying, why don't you try something different? But I'm scared <laughs> to do that because they may say, they won't let me. But isn't that true? That's you why sometimes you gotta that's keep the it high going. school romance that they had to do everything together and they stay obsessed and locked with each other for for the rest of their lives. Just, uh, oh, I have to do, and I'm not making fun of people because if you have true romantic love, that's wonderful. But it is kind of weird sometimes when folks get wrapped around the whole, <laughs> I have to do that because yeah. she's doing that. Well, she has come to do on, that mate. because I'm doing that. If you're dressing in the same outfits and you're ordering the same food and you're always going to the same place and watching the same thing and doing the same things together... How the heck can you grow? Okay, so enough about odd couples and not-so-odd couples that are far too not odd. So I have one more Tom Jones one for you, and I saved my favorite for the last. Tom Jones and the Cardigans doing a cover of the Talking Heads song, Burning Down the House. I love this song, and I love this video. Check this out. down the house great i love it buddy that is so awesome but he's from your hometown so i'm kind of stealing no you're not <laughs> we said at the beginning you pick whatever odd couples you want and i'll do the same spend the fisherman says the seven seas to catch the finest fish for these send the fisherman says the seven seas to catch the finest fish for these send the fisherman that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it isn't. It's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, 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 hey. Stop fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sail the seven seas to find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven, the fisherman. This month, we celebrate the salmon from my home country of Norway. It's all about family and food, and for my family, that means fish. 
Our favourite delicacy at home is our own homegrown fish, the Norwegian salmon. We offer smoked salmon, gravidlax, that's cured in salt and sugar and smoke, and dill and oak smoked salmon. And we even have hot smoked varieties in plain and peppercorn and Cajun flavours. It's great for your health with omega-3 from the sea. Our family recipes are easy to make and they're delicious. Seven Sea Salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavours and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the seven seas to catch the finest fish for the beach. How about Happy Mondays? You know, we talked about Happy Mondays on our very, very first episode. Yes. Which is over a year ago now. Happy Mondays and Carl Denver. And uh, the song is uh, Lazy It Is. Lazy It Is. Cool. Happy Mondays. Everybody should have Happy Mondays. They do a cover of Satisfaction. It's probably the strangest unsatisfaction-like song I could ever imagine. You have to listen really closely to get the idea. Unless it actually says Satisfaction, you really don't know that's what they're doing. The song they're doing completely <laughs> deconstructed it. <laughs> Very clever of them. All right, Mr. American Yank. Yes, we're not here to talk about covers, so I'll have to stick to topic. All right, you got some more interesting, wonderful trivia and songs? Yeah, I want to bring this one up because it happened in the 80s, and I thought, this is just weird, and the video just seemed even weirder. And while I do love this song, it just this just seemed like the oddest of odd couples to hit the charts, and that would be Mick Jagger and David Bowie doing Dancing in the Streets. Calling out around the world. I like it. You know what? I must have been obsessed with MTV because every time you bring those up, I just go back to the videos too. And that's yeah, when... Yeah, that's the other part of it is that yeah. the, the video just seemed a little bit odd as well. Yeah, yeah I think that's actually when uh, Mick was trying to get his solo career going and it was a little bit of a struggle for some yeah. people, just like Keith. Yes, I remember the song and the video. It was very 80s pastel colored with them popping in and out of doorways and 
just, you know, sticking around, mugging for the camera and dancing a little bit. South America. <sighs> and I, we go through it all. Great. How about this one? I don't know if you've heard of it. And, you know, she's a legend. Kate Bush. Yeah, Bush. I've heard of her, but... Yeah, Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush got together, which anytime you hear both of those voices, let's face it, you could never compare them to anybody else's voices. No, and the other part is, is as personalities, as musicians, they're odd in their own unique ways. Oh, so that makes yeah. them different too. And the song, uh, just say a bit of this, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, uh, it's called Don't Give Up. Was that on the album So, the big album in the 80s for Peter Gabriel? So was one of the classic albums of all time. And if you haven't seen him live, he's supposed to be absolutely spectacular. He's like on the top. I don't think he's toured for a while, but uh, uh, brilliant in his own right. And of course, the uh, intro to Genesis, who yeah. led, him, led him to where they are now. But I remember that song. Her voice is just beautiful. It's lilting and, and lovely. All right, I've got one more little one up my sleeve that you did not <laughs> know about. Go for it. And I know you've got one. Who have you got? All right, Who's, who have you got up your sleeve? Your I last, got a few. Is this your last one? Everybody's I can do one or two more. You want to do one, one or two more? I'll tell you what, you do one more. I've got one more up my sleeve, and then you can finish us off. Okay. With the spectacular dynamic duo that you picked. <laughs> All right. So I've got another one. I've got Bjork and PJ Harvey, both unique artists in their own way. They're odd individuals and they make a nice odd couple. I have them doing a cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Speaking of satisfaction covers, it's not like the Happy Mondays version. <laughs> it's a little more recognizable, but give it a listen. Bjork and PJ Harvey, Satisfaction. Can't get no satisfaction. You know, Elvis, and I try and I try. You got to try harder if you're saying it like that. I tried. <laughs> Stop whining. All right. How about this? The big E and the big F. Pardon my French. Well, Elvis and Frank Sinatra. <gasps> Frankie. When he got invited uh, on his show. It must have been like 50s or 60s. Wow. And it was kind of, 
if you watch reruns of it, it's hilarious because, you know, Frank's shoulders bop up and down and, you know, Elvis, he, <laughs> the pelvis shakes his... And uh, they did a, a duet together and they did a couple of pieces from, uh, of course, his, uh, his classic, uh, Witchcraft. I love you and I always will. Oh, wow. That's cool because, you know, Elvis is definitely a crooner, but his music is far more rock and roll. Although, I mean, debatable, you get Love Me Tender and stuff, but he's definitely not the lounge guy that Frank Sinatra is. I must admit, though, they sounded wonderful together. That and they did really a bit neat. of, uh, yeah, they did a bit of Love Me Tender and uh, My Way. Love me tender, love me sweet, never let me go. You have made my life complete. And I love you so. Those fingers in my hair. I come hither stare. That strips my conscience bare. It's witchcraft. Love me tender. Love me true. All my dreams fulfilled. How about that then, huh? <laughs> that is so neat. I got you on that one. Yes, you definitely did. So you had a funny, real funny one, didn't you, up your sleeve, besides uh, Butthead? <laughs> besides Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. I actually had, um, here's a really, really strange one for you. RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan with Yoko Ono and the Plastic Ono Band. Oh, come on now. You're going to put me off my state and kidney pudding. No, really. The Wu-Tang Clan are like the Tom Jones of collaboration because every single one of them has done something with somebody. They're always out there working in some other little side project. And this, I think, had to be the most unusual appearance of a member of the Wu-Tang Clan <laughs> was Yoko Ono and the Plastic Ono Band with RZA. Man, this is definitely pretty far afield. Give it a listen. See what you think. I don't know. Make sure you've had lunch or dinner before you listen. It may put you off, but we, we go all the, the gamut from one extreme to the other. That is something else. I can't even describe how that is. That is definitely the kind of thing that borders more on performance art. But yeah, it's true. I mean, um, they've collaborated. They've both collaborated with a lot of different artists over the years. Uh, I think Ramstein, for example, was one of them they collaborated with. They're opposites, and I'm going to bring one up to those fantastic Irish rockers, you two. And can you believe they did a song with Johnny Cash? Why, yes. <laughs> you know that one? I actually do know that one, but go ahead. And tell it, the folks. It's a Wanderer by D. Dion, right? The original. 
Oh, the Wanderer. No, no, the Wanderer. This one is this one is an entirely different song, and I've actually got some trivia about that. You see, I'm going to be totally honest. I saw it come up, and I go, "Well, I wonder," because I hadn't heard. I, I never heard it. And I said, it's going to be the Wanderer, but it's not, huh? Well, we're going to play a little bit of it. But before we do, I'm going to give you a little bit of a background to this to make it more interesting. So you 2 had this song, and they just couldn't quite figure out. Bono couldn't really come up with the best way to sing it right. And through whatever strange circumstances, someone ended up reaching out to Johnny Cash and saying, hey, what do you think? Give this song a spin. And Bono was totally fine with that. They both thought it would be a great idea to let Johnny Cash sing one of their songs. And where it gets more interesting, this is just a little bit of trivia. Flood was the producer. He does electronic stuff. He's done Nine Inch Nails production, for example. Brilliant. And what he decided to do is to try to get Johnny Cash to sing in a way that didn't make that character likable. I mean, Johnny Cash often sings this warm, sincere blues kind of thing, like Folsom Prison Blues, you feel for the guy, even though he shot a man in Reno. I mean, you just kind of go, okay, well, you can identify with them. And this song was designed to be more cold. More cold and dispassionate, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So this is The Wanderer. <gasps> I went drifting through the capitals of tin Where men can't walk or freely talk and sons turn their fathers in I stopped outside a church house Where the citizens like to sit They say they want the kingdom But they don't want God in it I went out right I love it. <laughs> like you say, very kind of in the background not not too much I, I don't want to say feeling but it works yeah u2's discography actually has an odd couple if you think about it the probably the two albums where they really ventured far afield were pop and zuropa those were an odd couple of albums and this closes out zuropa it's at the end of that all right what was your favorite show on a Sunday night, you probably didn't have a Sunday night. The Muppets, welcome to the Muppet <laughs> Show. I do remember that. Everybody would run out to the ice cream man, grab their ice cream, run back in, <laughs> and everybody in the whole of England would sit down. I think it was 7 <laughs> o'clock on a Sunday night and watch the oddest couple of all, Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. Do I do your voices? Hi ho. See, I knew you could. Hi ho. Can you do Miss oh, Piggy my. too? I don't care so. me, my love. I can't believe Frank Oz does that voice. That's it just not comes bad. out of him and you're like, this doesn't seem like this belongs to this human. Don't you think that was a good Miss Piggy? Kill me, my love. I want to sing to you. Um, <laughs> and my song to you, Kermy, is Love Lead Us Here. Love Lead Us Here. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got to hear this. Well, let me say that again because I said it wrong. Love Led Us Here. Oh, love led us here. Well, I still have to hear it. <laughs> love led us here. Right back to where we belong. We followed a star, and here we are. Now heaven seems so near. Love led us here. 
that life can take you by surprise and sweet you Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, you know, you're talking about, come on, folks, a frog and a pig getting together. That, that's why I'm finishing with the oddest couple <laughs> in the world. But they loved each other. A frog and a pig. She was pretty handy with that handbag, though. It kind of kept him in his place. I don't know if you saw the last Muppet show that they did that was just called The Muppets, but it was a take on The Office, and it didn't catch on, and I was disappointed. I actually thought that was fun. It was not for kids, but they definitely took a chance on making things funny, including because it was a more adult-oriented comedy, the whole idea that Kermit and Piggy break up. I could never see that happening. Exactly. So it was a big drama moment for the show, and then the show got canceled. Yay! All right. So that, that's my finale, of course. All right. And I know you've got one more, one which more. is, I, I have to admit, I think they're both incredible <laughs> talents. Yes, this is an odd couple that they really both had the voice to work together. This isn't so unusual where two different people with two different voices are making it work. This is two that are just sharing a fantastic amount of talent, and that would be Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Now, they didn't just do a song together. They did a whole album called Cheek to Cheek. And if you haven't seen that show what they, they did, which I watched on PBS, when I saw her, uh, Lady Gaga, uh, with Tony Bennett, I was sold because I, I wasn't sold on her before I saw that. And I've, I just, I'd never seen such a wonderful duo together. And they just melted together like chocolate and caramel. <laughs> they really had the perfect voices to go together. Life without care. Oh, I'm so broke. It's over. That's why the lady is a Sometimes I go to Coney Island. Oh, the beach is divine. And I love the Yankees. Cheetah's just fine. I follow Rogers and Hart. She sings every line. All right. That was cool. Yeah. So this is Odd Couples. I hope you've had as much fun as what we have had, folks. I have loved this, yeah, buddy. this was great. This is, like, <laughs> great to share. And please, if you have any odd couples that you'd like to share with us and that we can spread out there, which we haven't mentioned and uh, you have a passion for, please don't hesitate to, you know, give us a call or get in contact with us. But just remember this. Oh, Stop by our Facebook group. Yeah. Stop by our Facebook page. Just remember, don't hang out with anybody that's too much like you. So you know what? When you're looking <laughs> on the dance floor for that partner and they dance totally different than you or they order this different drink than you and they like different music, that's probably could be a good catch and it could lead to two opposites attracting and making something absolutely fabulous and wonderful in this world and to help people grow in life. If they dance to the beat of a different accordionist. Can you dance to the beat of the accordion? <laughs> of I course you can. Well, you it's may. called polka. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know. you got to dance, all right? So have a wonderful, wonderful, great time out there. <laughs> we, all you listeners and fans, 
you are keeping us up there and our fan base is growing and uh, you haven't heard the last of us so tune in to our next pick so Thanks, long as everybody. it's not the same that's <laughs> right see ya hey kids time to go for now we are all about the listeners and what you want and we know what you want British music because we are the best don't listen to that mad mank we invented rock we make it all better please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia, and fun on the Limey and the Yank podcast. If you're looking for an in-depth, detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD, this isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, love bug.